Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. The show's outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high, you'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude, fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise, it's coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great stimulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. Coach Joyce here. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for Dr. Barbara Tolo, his three fabulous daughters, his wife, his family, and friends. And we all want this to be the best year ever for all our friends and family and loyal listeners worldwide. Joyce, Barry, and Friends, the number one radio show. You might be wondering why this is so. Memorable quotes, life lessons, and so much more. The Coach's Corner will make you soar. All outstanding guests that we love to feature, you will find this show to be the best teacher. Great authors like Ted Siuba and Bernie Siegel, awesome leaders that soar like an ego. Beverly Nadler with Here's to Your Health, Home Business Opportunities to Increase Your Wealth. Kurt's impersonation and improvisation add to the show's transformation, broadcasting live across America and around the globe with timely topics and issues to probe. The chat room is always fun. We see your comments and appreciate each one. Want to change your life? Change your approach. And hire me, Joyce Barry, to be your life coach. I look forward to working with you and for you. Together, we forge ahead. Folks, we have an extraordinary show today. Stand up, step up, get out, and speak out. Our guest, Dr. Bob Rutolo, united we stand, divided we fall. Too long we have all been speaking and listening to only like-minded people. Too long we have been watching the erosion of our primary institutions. Too long we are seeing all around us the lack of civility between different social factions. Much of this is playing out every day in the political arena. However, this is just a stage and a primary indicator of the strong tensions that exist between us. Our primary reaction to what is going on is fear, followed by hurt and or anger. We seek answers only to find such deferring opinions, uh, such 
deferring or differing opinions of cause and effect. What steps can we take to first remedy this for ourselves and then move forward? Come listen and join in on the conversation with Dr. Barbutolo. Listen to some of his suggestions on what we can do and how to respond to some of the challenges we all face in these scary times to live a happier and more fulfilling life. Dr. Bob is at first and foremost an educator whose goal is to have people enhance their life. He is the author of three outstanding books, including Inspiration at Work. Uh, he is also, I would say, one of his great attributes is he's a fabulous father. And proof of that, we have an extraordinary show in our archives called Father's Day Celebration. He did that show with his three fabulous daughters in our archives for your listening pleasure and certainly to be inspired by this one family <laughs> who is the opposite of anything dysfunctional in my opinion uh, so tune into that show from the archives June 15th you can hear it play it download it and enjoy it without further ado I bring to you someone I am very proud to call my friend Dr. Bob Futolo. Oh, thank you, Joyce. Thank you so much for the introduction. Wow. Uh, I, I'm excited about today's program. Uh, it has taken me uh, some time to prepare for this. Thank you for you who encouraged me to focus on uh, this topic as we shared uh, what's next. And uh, it's been really a, a topic for reflection for me. I've gone through for myself, uh, why am I so agitated and so concerned about what's happening and how am I myself as an individual in the society uh, interacting with what's happening today. So it was really uh, what I want to share with people is something that uh, is real to me I, I am, and out of my own experience and not something which I'm preaching or talking to them about from outside what they ought to do and not to do. So I want to share from the inside out and also from the outside in, meaning what is it in, my, in the world around us that I have been seeing and perceiving over the past several years and several months that have put me in the state of saying I need to step up, speak out, and start a dialogue. So thank you for inviting me this morning to be with you. Well, you sound so excited about this show, Dr. Bob. I bet you can't wait to hear what you have to say. <laughs> and that's very true because a dear friend of mine said to me, there are three kinds of speeches that you give, Bob. Uh, one that you thought you were going to give, one that you gave, and then one which you wish you gave. So I'm not sure which this one is, but I'll uh, I'll attempt to share with your audience uh, what's on my mind and in my heart. I like that a lot, Dr. Bob. Just repeat that one more time for all you speakers out there. For all you speakers out there, you give three three speeches. One is the the one you wish you gave, the one you prepared for, the one you gave, and then the one that you actually get, the, the one that you wish you gave. Yes. So it's the one you, uh, the one you prepared for, the one you gave, the one you wish you gave. We, uh, like we all have three of those. I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> okay. Without further ado, where would you like to start? This a very important dialogue. Well, first of all, I, I, I searched the world around and, and, uh, uh, in, in the sense of looking at it, I like to develop a context for myself. So let me share with the audience uh, 
what the context is. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, all of us uh, have to be concerned uh, about our uh, U.S. political situation. And as I said to you many times, uh, it is not the person in power, meaning the president of our company, that we need to be concerned about. We need to be concerned about the system that brought that person into power. And so as you can say, just by, by my comments, I have some issues or challenges with our leadership. And, I'm, I'm, and that has formed some of the con big contention um, uh, 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 leading up to this last election and to where we are we are today, and it goes on continuously. However, what concerned me was that how did this happen? And it happened because our political process and our political party uh, parties system is not working well. And so I stood back from it and said, why is that happening? What, what is happening there? And so as I have examined, um, uh, uh, and I, there are some really tremendous sources out there, and, and I'll just mention a, a few uh, oh, oh, one of the most recent books I read, which is uh, uh, called Fascism, uh, a warning by uh, uh, Madeleine Albright. Um, here's a woman who's uh, uh, lived in politics and worldwide for many, many years and been very active. And so um, when I, uh, what she gives is a very good history of where, um, uh, where, where the politics uh, are in the countries around the world, all, all of the world, in some of the trends. And the trends were moving more towards uh, authoritarianism and, and, and a decline in democracy. Uh, and so when you look at that, you have to look at it from the point of view of shift in power and, uh, and the political processes are happening uh, across the country. And, and also, um, this is tied to many other things. It's tied to our economic process, economic systems. It's tied, uh, tied to our technologies, tied to our manufacturing, uh, uh, what's happening in the uh, um, uh, capitalistic world from the point of view of, of uh, production. So there, uh, and I don't mean to be uh, an expert in any of these, uh, but it's helpful for me to understand the social, political, and economic trends that are happening in the world and technological trends that are um, making this world a significant different place to live and providing us a lot of challenges that we've never had before. Uh, some of the sol proposed solutions that concern me is more separation uh, and uh, more um, uh, uh, being unto ourself. Um, uh, uh, and it's also hard to understand the rhetoric that goes on in politics to in our politics today, uh, but it is trending towards um, relating to uh, political ideologies that do not support democracy, uh, and that uh, that concerns me. Um, so uh, it, it, the kind of, I believe that we need to um, uh, have cooperation and collaboration with all parties in uh, in in this uh, interactive world. Uh, but we do need to choose our partners well and choose the conditions upon which we establish uh, relationships uh, because those those particular uh, if, if you look at uh, human relationships and uh, understanding how to develop trust uh, a trust uh, depends on establishing um, um, uh, compatible objectives where we can establish objectives in the relationship why, why what can we come together and establish relationship? I call it shared purpose. Uh, 
uh, and then uh, and then from there you develop what do we how can we be mutually successful in that relationship, uh, and then you develop some sort of agreements and move forward, and that's any relationship. Um, and to me, the foundation of all relationships needs to be values, core values. Um, and that's where we come into different ideologies is what do we value? Um, and, uh, and where is the, uh, where, where are our human values uh, and, and, and uh, back to humanity? So, so for, as I've gone through this uh, over the last several weeks, uh, I've done everything from uh, going to uh, um, uh, back to philosophies and to, to political uh, dialogue uh, taking place. Uh, w- one thing I just want to, uh, di- it's di- a bit divergent, but it's, it is important for people in our audience to understand one of the issues and challenges we have in our political system, and it was very insightful for me to understand the importance of our intelligence systems. I'm not a, I'm not a kind of an advocate of our, in, um, uh, you know, the CIS and the FBI and all these intelligence agencies and uh, I, in the sense of, a pre, but I do have a greater appreciation of where they fit in our system uh, and, um, and the importance of their, autonom- their autonomy from any political party uh, and where they are in, in the infrastructure, the structure of our, of our democratic process. And you don't want to tamper with that. Uh, and uh, when you have uh, um, our uh, administration asking for an allegiance or loyalty, to, uh, to, to the person and not to the country, we have some problems there. So there are certain things about um, um, relationships that I think need to be, which are being confronted and saying, listen, this, this has been structured this way for a certain purpose. So um, uh, let me stop there for a minute, Joyce, I, rather than just rambling on, but I want to let you know that for this conversation, uh, I have gone uh, wide and deep in many arenas to try to get an understanding of where to from here. Well, you're doing a great job. You were so articulate, and you put things in such great perspective, and we only just started. Uh, When you talked about trust, uh, the first thing that came to mind, how can you trust someone you're not even communicating with? Uh, You know, trust is something that is earned, not, not just given. You have to earn trust. And when we're dealing with people who lie and lie and lie, lie after lie, and keep accuse the other side of all the things that they're doing, not taking any responsibility, how can you trust them on anything? Well, that's very true. I think really um, uh, that, is, that is an issue and a challenge uh, when, when in, a, in the public arena you uh, change positions uh, erratically uh, and, and with different constituents that you're speaking with, it's saying like, where's this person coming from? So that is a that does a cause a breach of trust and confidence, uh, and I I don't know uh, when that's going to come to the fore. So let's go behind the scenes in the sense of uh, one of the challenges I've had, and uh, it's because I don't want to focus on I don't want to f- focus on the person in the position because there's been enough written and and we see it every day. I want to focus on why are we allowing um, this to happen. Uh, in, uh, in, our, in our society today. So I'm, I want to challenge your audience. I want to challenge myself. 
So let me start there for a moment. Is that one of the issues and challenges I've I've had with my own dialogue is um, I have taken certain positions, uh, and of course, all of us um, uh, have filters, mental filters that help us to build um, a solid foundation of information that supports our position. Uh, and uh, then we wind up becoming entrenched in that, uh, surrounding ourselves with others who have like-mindedness. And I'm saying at this point in time uh, in our society, at least in, in where I am, and I think in a good part of this country, is that we have really developed little islands where we have comfort level. And we also, unfortunately, because of, the, uh, of uh, what we have seen around us, uh, we have lost the ability to dialogue. We have lost the ability to have a debate in a constructive manner because we've taken positions and we actually vilified the other side. Uh, my goodness, I, I received an email from uh, uh, a colleague of mine that uh, 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 it, had, it had in it when it, it, he, he was, uh, it was something out of the... Uh, uh, out of the post, I believe it was, uh, out of a newspaper. <clears throat> and his comment in, his, in, in sharing this with others is that, uh, uh, look, at, look what the enemy is doing. Look what the enemy is doing. And the enemy was us. It's in our own society. And I'm saying, oh, my goodness, what a line in the sand to draw that really separates and, and really uh, obliterates the opportunity for dialogue. And so... What I'm saying to myself is that those people, and I have them all around me, that have different opinions and different uh, 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 support uh, different uh, political parties and other issues and so on and so forth and have a different mindset of mine, I need to begin to start a dialogue with them. I need to have a civil conversation with them. I need to be able to raise my... Uh, uh, my intellectual quotient, uh, uh, not intellectual, my emotional quotient, sorry, my emotional quotient. The reason why I say that is that uh, one of the challenges we have is really um, controlling our emotions in any of these conversations uh, because they, they upset us. But it's our emotions, if they're not controlled, will uh, deteriorate the dialogue. So I need to ask why. I need to be a good listener. I need to be able to say, well, why do you have that viewpoint? Um, and what will probably happen, happen in, the, in, the, in the conversation is that uh, all, the, uh, all the end results that they have concluded, have concluded will come up, which, of course, will be opposite to my uh, uh, worldview or perspective on that. And so I can't stop there because right away we're at odds, and I need to be able to continue to and, and probe the conversation so it goes beyond the um, emotional level, not only to the facts and the dialogue, but the belief system. I believe that our beliefs, our basic beliefs and values, and if we can have that, bring a conversation down to basic beliefs and values, most of us, most of us will be able to come to an agreement on those basic beliefs. Then what happens is we move up from that to start having a conversation on what to do about it. That's where we'll differ because we have a different understanding of human nature, a different understanding of society, a different understanding of, 
of, of different uh, uh, different societal structures. So, but but we can go through a reconstruction. We can at least begin to have a conversation and not vilify or make that other other side. Oh, the other, you know, they they don't understand. How can they? And, and it, really, what we're saying is, how we can't understand them. We haven't had a dialogue to understand why they believe and act the way they do. So. I'm challenging our audience, I'm challenging your audience, I'm challenging myself to begin to have those conversations. Uh, and so, and it will not come easy. But let me tell you right now, and it will take practice, but it will be such an enriching experience, such an enriching experience, I guarantee. I wouldn't mind having a show with you, um, Joyce, probably in maybe a month's time and um, share my experiences this way and uh, have you share yours and have your, your listeners share what they have experienced in these conversations. We would have a very rich dialogue in that program with you and your audience and myself. I guarantee you that. Yeah, I think we can set something up like that. But first, I want to let you people out there know that we have incredible shows each and every day with extraordinary guests each and every day. So do tune in, hear our shows. If you can't join us when we are live at 11 a.m. Eastern, know that every show is archived. And here in the words of our health guru is why you should be listening every day. Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day, a way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy, make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the Internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show. And, folks, we ask you to join with us in having that happen. Simply go to Joyce Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and friends.com. And you will see my picture on the upper left of the homepage. And simply by clicking on the word follow right under the picture, you will become one of our loyal listeners. You can join the ranks of thousands who will find out via email about every show, every guest, every topic, so you need not miss any of them. 
on Friday the 13th, we had the privilege of having world-renowned psychic Peter Marks. Had you known about that show, you could have called in and asked him any question or expressed any concern. Uh, And he's a regular every single month, just like we invited Dr. Bob to be a regular every month. And believe me, folks, there's only a couple of people that have that open invitation. Every month we want them on our show. Dr. Cindy Collins is another example. And Beverly Nadler, every week here to your health Thursday, physical, mental, emotional health. So uh, getting back to the purpose of this show, it said that a house divided against itself cannot stand. And that's exactly what we're seeing in America today. So it's scary times for sure, uh, but things can only get worse unless we come together and come together soon. But, but Joyce, Dr. one of the uh, – oh, go ahead, please. No, I thought I lost you. <laughs> I said oh, come together. All, no. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, w- one of the people who I have uh, learned to uh, uh, have greater imagine, uh, uh, um, a greater appreciation for uh, uh, over the last uh, several years uh, is um, one of our um, older senators, um, uh, John McCain, uh, John, as you probably know, is uh, um, he's in his 80s. He's suffering from brain cancer, um, but he has been a significant contributor. Uh, I've read his recent book, uh, The Restless Wave, and enjoyed. Uh, actually, I haven't completed yet, but enjoying the stories uh, of his uh, experience. One of the things that John brought to, to the attention of the readers uh, is uh, the importance of. Uh, collaboration across party lines. And uh, one of his biggest foes at times was uh, Edward Kennedy. Uh, but he said that one of the, actually uh, one of his greatest relationships was also Edward Kennedy because they would have great differences in opinions on certain legislation and acts and certain things that needed to be go through the political process. But it was the kind of respect, the mutual respect they had for each other as individuals and as human beings and what they were trying to do that and, and enabled them to be able to uh, argue out and to be able to bring about legislation that was uh, meaningful and positive as far as moving the ball forward in our society. And he said that so much of that is gone today, uh, that there is such a, uh, uh, one, uh, you know, uh, uh, such a separation uh, in, uh, uh, in the political process. Um, and so that's been that, that deterioration has been going on for the at, le, at least the last uh, three or four uh, administrations, which is uh, so sad to see. And also, as I gone, went through our own political history and looking at past presidents and their administrations and the times in which they led, we have had some really, really challenging times uh, in our country uh, with. Um, uh, leaders uh, at the helm who weren't very highly regarded by the general populace, but still at that point in time uh, uh, had brought us together, uh, not necessarily sometimes because of their positions, uh, uh, not in support of them, but, it, but sort of saying that we need to move on. Uh, but the political process worked. Uh, and and it, it, isn't, it isn't a pretty process either. I mean, it's, it's not where everybody gets around the circle and goes kumbaya. There's a lot of, 
lot of argument, a lot, and the, again, we are designed to do that. But, but what, to me, um, uh, there has to be some belief in the system that uh, we need to have that dialogue and we have to be able to um, argue it out and, look, and, and uh, really uh, work together. And um, I, I, I believe that we may be at the, uh, at the apex uh, of a shift. Yeah, uh, and I hope so because, our, uh, to me, our democratic process um, which isn't the only way. I mean, uh, you, you know, we're not the only democracy and we're not the only, uh, uh, but we do have a unique structure uh, that has been operating for over 200 years and I think it can still operate. But we, uh, my concern is that we need to be able to look, go through a self-examination uh, at, at the uh, political systems level and say what kinds of changes and modifications do we need to make to improve the, the system. I mean, every organization, uh, I'll give you an example. Um, it, it, it is connected to this. I happened to listen to a, uh, a, a, um, uh, um, a program the other day. Uh, it was a, uh, on neuroscience and it was uh, uh, Microsoft was talking about what's going on in their own uh, corporation uh, and what they're doing to have a resurgence in that, in that company. And the leadership said, listen, we have, we, have, uh, uh, we have grown through different stages of maturity as an organization, and uh, we were very innovative, very creative, very competitive, very, uh, you know, we, we really have emerged. But then we became a very slow-moving organization because of our size and, and the, just the way uh, uh, became encumbered with uh, 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 the way we function. And, they, and now they're going through a resurgence, a resurgence, and the resurgence basically is examining their culture and their leadership and recognizing that they need to re-empower their people and they need to really look at, and I, I looked at some of the, I listened to some of the, uh, uh, the, the common themes going on in that corporate, that, uh, you know, and there's an international, large international corporate body, and they're saying we have to empower our people, we have to re-examine our purpose, we need to look at what the culture plays in leadership. Uh, leadership matters. Uh, they need to be able to focus on recreating and developing a mindset, a growth mindset, uh, a culture of learners. Diversity and inclusiveness. Diversity and inclusiveness is an important part of the, what they're re-examining. Uh, learning to work together. One of the biggest issues they're having as a corporate entity is collaboration. They're, they're learning to work together. I mean, my goodness, that's echoing what I'm seeing in our, in our political process. And they came down to um, really three themes that they're focusing on is clarity, which I believe means clarity of purpose, how do, uh, energy, how do, we re how do we regenerate a positive energy in our company, and most important is delivering success. So those are the three leadership themes that their leaders are now uh, uh, focusing on. And what I and they're redefining leadership in that corporation, and and they're saying that leadership is for everyone, meaning that they want to develop in in every employee right down. And what's happening is that this new language, this new perspective is catching fire. The leaders don't even have to be able to cultivate it because there's such a need and desire within, within the corporation itself for clarity, and positive energy, and, and success uh, at every level. So 
that's a paradigm shift from where they are, but they're consciously, they're consciously reevaluating how they're operating. Well, that has to happen in any organization. It has to happen in our political process. Right now we have a, a division in our leadership. You know, when I looked at the role of the intelligence agencies, their, their mantra is what's good for America. In other words, it's a, it's a unifying entity of not, they're not party specific. They're party neutral. They have to be because their greater purpose is the country. When you have someone who moves into the role, no matter what party they come from, when they move into the role of the presidency, it's not a party issue anymore. It is a collective issue of unity of the country. We have not been able to uh, um, uh, work, understand now. We have a polarity, uh, uh, and that polarity will tear us apart. Um, and... Uh, uh, you know, it's like a North Pole and a South Pole. If they don't work together, the world breaks apart. And we're experiencing that now in our own country. And, and, and as we already know, that uh, uh, other countries uh, are looking at us and, under, and trying to understand where in the world are we uh, from the point of view of our belief system and our value system. And they don't know. Uh, uh, th there was some continuity there uh, prior to this administration, although, uh, again, uh, there were factions in our country, large factions in our country, tearing that apart uh, and having to rethink that. So until we can have that dialogue internally within our country itself uh, on an individual level, when, uh, when uh, uh, so many people in our country feel uh, disenfranchised, uh, feel they're out of the system, uh, they're not part of it. So this has to be a bottom-up as well as top-down process. There, there is an organization out there uh, that uh, uh, I just came across of, and I, I know some people just by the virtue of, of understanding uh, how it's, where it comes from will take issue with it, but I'm, I'm going to say, uh, you know, uh, uh, Form, if you, this movement isn't for you, find one that is, but understand the underlying values of any movement. The movement I'm particularly talking about is called Organize uh, Organized for Action. Just go uh, 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 Google Organize for Action. It'll take you to a website and, uh, and uh, look at what they're doing from a grassroots level and from an issue level. And, uh, but more importantly, again, if that isn't something that, that – uh, that the, that the listeners out there uh, uh, find one that is. But let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. If it is to be successful and it's going to bring solidarity to our country, look at our country's core values and beliefs and align whatever you do with those core values and beliefs. Dr. Bob, that organized fraction, is that something we should Google, or is that a specific website, .net, .com, or do we just I, Google I, I, it? I, 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 well, I would say Google it because I don't know, the, but I do have it here. Let me find it for you as we are talking. Now, I, I, think it is, I think it's uh, um, organizingforaction.org, but let me, let me find it for us. Um, I, I know I have it here. Um, but, but uh, I, I, as I say, this may not be the organization for all your listeners, and that's fine. Uh, um, 
but what I am saying is that uh, uh, what we need to do to enhance our political uh, uh, partnerships is basically to uh, 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 yeah. If you go to uh, www.ofa.us. So o-f-a dot, dot U.S. Dot, is the website. Yes. Yes, got that's it. the website. All yes. right, got yes. it. Thank you for that. Yes. Uh, before yes, I absolutely. reference deferring opinions and differing opinions, so but as, as Dr. Bob was saying, we're totally divided here in this country, and the differing opinions is causing such stress and anguish and upset and frustration within the families, within friends, within communities, within your business, it's everywhere. When I say deferring opinions, people on one side, that would be the Trump agenda, they defer to Fox News. And I I put on Fox News once in a while, I'm not in that camp, but I listen because I know verbatim that's what the Trump people are saying, what Fox News is espousing, that's what they're saying, almost word for word. Uh, Then there is, of course, the CNSN, uh, MSNBC, the people who want to hear the truth, what the other camp calls the fake news uh, agenda. So those are my stations, CNN, which I totally trust, and MSNBC with all the experts they have. So that's what I meant, differing opinions and who do people defer to, and that becomes their voice. It's a very sorry state of affairs, and what's really scary is when one side um, when we see what this administration is doing uh, and we're waiting for the Republican Party to speak up, that party, the silence is deafening. And it's only this week when there was such a major, major uh, treasonous act, shall we say, uh, when uh, uh, Trump uh, sided with Putin over our own agencies and everything. It was the first time I felt there was a ray of hope when Republican leaders immediately came to the fore and and expressed their honest opinion. The first time I saw Ryan do that and McConnick do that. So I said, maybe there's hope. And this is not going to go away soon because here we have an adverse, uh, an adverse nation, uh, tampering with our elections, and we cannot look the other way. The time has come to speak up, stand up, speak out. So it was uh, it was really my first ray of hope with, with the world when the Republican leaders actually came to the fore and did speak out. Uh, and uh, as it is said by Voltaire, every man is guilty of all the good he did not do. And Edmund Burke, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Nobody made a greater mistake than he who did nothing because he could do only a little. And I updated them both to say men and women to do nothing. Uh, Every man and woman is guilty of the good he or she did not do. In old times, everything uh, was referred to in the masculine sense. So, yes, the sign Violence deafening was deafening, but I would say in the last couple of days, this is not going to go away soon because it was such an obvious 
slap at America and hug to the Russians like it was to North Korea and slap to our allies on every level. It's about time we stood up and spoke up. And to that end, folks, I actually have a number to Congress. You can call 202 224-3121 that's in Washington the switchboard is to the U.S. Senate and all you have to do is ask for your senator they will connect you that switchboard to Congress ask for your Senate and I believe also to anyone in the House of Representatives give them the name and that is a switchboard that will get you through so that's a start let your voice be heard let it be heard loudly, forcefully, powerfully, because we have to stop the insanity and we have to stop it now. Well, Dr. Joyce, Bob, I think we know where you stand, that's for sure. <laughs> yes, you'll always know where I stand. No, and that's good, and I'm glad, I'm glad for that. And, and uh, um, uh, and I think uh, uh, taking action and uh, making those phone calls, and, and that's why I uh, particularly uh, like this website that I referred you to is because it, uh, it's all about building community, taking action, uh, and preparing ourselves to be able to be heard uh, and to be able to take, uh, uh, take action at, a, at various different levels, community levels and, and uh, uh through our political parties. That's what the democratic process is all about. And, and that's what I have faith in is that um, I want every one of your listeners, no matter what their position is, is to take positive action. Okay. And what I mean by positive action is um, uh, uh, go, go after the issues and look at possible resolutions. Don't operate from fear. Don't operate uh, from um, uh, some uh, from anger in the sense, oh, those terrible people, look what they're trying to accomplish, or, or, or oh, I'm, uh, I'm afraid I'm going to lose this, I'm going to lose this and that. I mean, because really operating from fear is, is really dysfunctional. It, it's, it's focusing on what you need and want to uh, accomplish. Uh, focus on the, uh, on the positive too. Uh, and also uh, look at your common belief system. My concerns are that we, uh, uh, those people who, uh, like for instance, I mean, uh, I'm just using as an example the uh, immigration issue. Um, we start labeling uh, uh, um, the, the, the all immigrations in a negative way. Um, I was in, I was in a, 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 I had, I was traveling yesterday, and I called Uber, got a drive from. Uh, I got to drive to the airport, and this person who picked me up was driving, and I uh, got into a conversation with him, only to find out uh, that this person uh, uh, was uh, uh, here uh, under uh, political asylum, uh, came from Africa, uh, was uh, a high-ranking uh, military in, uh, in a country there that uh, is um, uh, ha having great internal uh, um, uh, issues. Um, uh, th this gentleman has uh, three children here. Um, they're all in college. Uh, he uh, he was sponsored here uh, initially from by his country, uh, uh, and that was paying for his education. Uh, he has a um, uh, a doctorate in uh, uh, political uh, law. He has a engineering degree. 
He has a, a, a master's degree in political science. This man is a very, very intelligent, educated man, 60 years old, uh, lost all his, uh, his wealth uh, in, in his own country, uh, his farm, his homes, and so on and so forth, and he's uh, driving Uber. Uh, so it was very interesting to have this conversation. Very, he was very thankful for being here. Um, uh, of course, he's limited in what his contribution could be because of, uh, of where he is politically uh, in this country, but he is working positively to, uh, he does translations, he, uh, uh, he's, uh, 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 he works in a diplomatic function at times, he's called in those various positions. Uh, but just think, of, just think of being in that person's shoes, and I asked him, I said, um, uh, what is it like? He says, you know, it's very difficult to not know what tomorrow brings at all uh, in the sense of uh, given the, the political situation he is in here. Uh, he can be deported anytime back to his own country. And of course, he goes back to he gets killed. So he has to go somewhere else. And he has and he has family here. I'm sure there are thousands and thousands of people who are in that situation in, in this country. Uh, and all we focus on when it comes to immigration are those people who are here illegally, people who are here uh, uh, who uh, uh, have a prison record, so on and so forth, where we could find, I'm sure, and, and, and we all get our, our emotions and caught up with, oh, we have to stop that. Of course we have to stop that, but the, the, the means in which we use uh, are really making miserable lives for many people who have gone through a great deal of suffering already. So I think we have to yeah, watch what we do and how we do it. As regards to immigration, my understanding is we go after the criminals, the drug addicts, the people like that that are making the world a worse place. I heard something on the View TV show the other day that brought me to tears. I was that upset in watching it. It was broadcast live from Mexico and live from here in a split screen. And they talked about a man who came to the country illegally when he was 10 with his family. He was 10 years old. And he's had a job uh, uh, since he was an adult. He's paid his taxes. He did everything right. He's a family person uh, with a couple of kids and a wife that he uh, is the uh, the uh, bill player of the family. And he was just deported to Mexico. Uh, he was 39 years old. The family is just totally beside themselves. And from my understanding, if he made it till 40, he would have made it legally. But he tried to get legal status all that time. For whatever reason, it didn't go through. He had a lawyer that messed up papers. There were so many things that went wrong. So he was trying. He was an, an exemplary person trying to gain citizenship. They send him back, separate the family for no reason. And when I call what I call a Trump bed, I call them the people that follow Trump. And I said, how do you feel about children being torn from their mother's arms? How do you feel about that? And in typical Trump bed fashion, she said, well, she said it serves them right. They came here illegally. There, there's no heart there. There's no compassion. I said, how would you feel? You're a mother. She said it wouldn't happen to me. I wouldn't come here illegally. So it's almost cult-like where I feel they're brainwashed, where they're getting all their information and what to say from Fox News. It's a very sorry state of affairs. 
affairs. So, yes, we are divided. Even amongst people, we've called friends, close friends for decades, where we can't understand where they're coming from, how they don't see all these atrocities on the part of this current administration. I want to go to the Serenity Prayer, the first verse by Reinhold Niebuhr, who lived 1892 to 1971, but it really sums it up. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So today's show is to know that you can make a difference. You can affect change. The number again to speak to your senator, your a person in Congress, 202 224 3121. 3121. That is in Washington. It is a switchboard. That's something you mm-hmm. want to do. So please do your part. Uh, uh, one positive action and one person at a time to make that difference. Don't don't be silent. Don't look the other way because it's only going to get worse. Thank you, Joyce, for those words and for that direction, and particularly for that particular prayer, because I think it's really something that uh, I personally uh, uh, reflect on and say often and, and, and ask as a guide, because uh, um, uh, I need to be able to uh, uh, you know, reflect and, and take action and, uh, and have compassion for others. Uh, and to be able to, uh, and that doesn't mean being a bleeding heart. It means being human. It means being able to understand and be able to make sure that we are, you know, we aren't perfect beings, but we have to every day work on improving the policies and programs that are helping people who are less fortunate than we are, that are suffering, and to understand their suffering, and to be in, able to enable them to be able to. Uh, improve on their lives, especially when we are in a better position ourselves without being fearful of loss, loss of status, loss of wealth, loss of this, loss of that. Because really, when you focus on the loss, you're going to lose it. Let me tell you, it happens. Uh, And also, we can't be assured at any point in time where we will be tomorrow. Uh, uh, You know, so enjoy what we have today. Give, you know, be thankful for that. Uh, and uh, focus on what we could do to sustain ourselves without disdain for others and harming others. Without. There is enough to go around uh, from the point of view of uh, creation and uh, positive energy uh, and to be able to improve on, on uh, where we are in, in our lives. Um, so th- this is all about uh, uh, having sensitivity uh, to the world around us, recognizing what our belief system is, what our, why our country is, where it is, how it's gotten there. And it did, it did uh, happen through uh, working out differences. We are so different as people, and that, that's not going to change. We're all wired differently. Uh, but uh, my concern is that uh, people who are, um, whom we should be listening to and understanding we're choosing to call them our enemy, and they're in our own camp. They're in our own camp. Um, I know that uh, my uh, political affiliations are much different than many others, uh, but I, um, I still support uh, this country as a whole. 
uh, support us to move forward and, and to create this to be a, be a better place for all of us to live. Uh, and to uh, and I and I and I don't have uh, at least I, I hope I I am not driven by fear and uh, and by anger. Uh, so uh, please uh, reach out to others, find out their story. Um, I mean, it would have been so easy for me to be able to be in that particular vehicle yesterday, uh, look at where he came from, ask him a few words, and shut down and says, "What the hell is he doing in this country?" And why is he here? And uh, why are we supporting him? Because I would have, I would have developed my own story around that person based on what I think about immigration and about people coming here. But I opened up and asked and asked and asked, and what an enriching story that came to me with regards to what this man is doing for his family and what he's believing for his children. He has one, uh, one daughter who um, is, uh, well, he has three, three children in school, one in university, uh, and uh, all, and he, <laughs> it's so interesting, um, he um, challenges his children uh, to, uh, to develop themselves and to be able to uh, uh, be the best they can be. And could you ask any more from a parent of, of the children? So, uh, you know, I, I, I have Bob, an opportunity. Me, because we are yes. winding down here. I know we can do four shows yes. on this. But uh, first I want to make sure people know your website and how to find out more about you. Where do you want to direct them to? I'd like to direct them to uh, uh, www.quantum, Q-U-A-N-T-U-M, performance, P-E-R-F-O-R-M-A-N-C-E dot net. That's the best website to get me at. Thank you. And if you go to JoyceBarryAndFriends.com and in the search bar, type in Dr. Bob Rutolo, R-U-O-T-O-L-O. His shows will all come up. So if you're finding this enlightening, engaging, powerful, do go to Dr. Bob Rutolo in our search bar. You'll see his other shows that will give you the date. You just simply click on the link, and you can hear any of his other shows. I can assure you they're all very informative and powerful. So we both urge you to make that difference, one person and one positive action at a time. Speak up, call, you get your representative on the phone, your senator, your congressperson on the phone. And then I ask you, when will you stand up, step up, get out and speak out? Because if not now, when? Joyce, Barry, and Friends, the number one worldwide Internet radio show. This poem, an original by yours truly, is entitled, If Not Now, When? We are giving you the education. We are giving you the information. We are giving you the motivation. We are giving you the inspiration. What you really need to do is to put this into application. Do you want a transformation? You must use your imagination. It might take some perspiration. It's all in the preparation. You must really be sure there is no procrastination. 
It helps to have a fascination and very strong determination. You want a positive demonstration, achieve success in the administration. It really is the time. Give each show your consideration. What is your aspiration? What do you need for stimulation to get healthy and off that medication? To get wealthy, it's your destination. So make today the day for your participation. If you do, congratulations. If not, now, when? And folks, I've been a coach for decades, a success coach, a life coach. Uh, I always leave my clients with that answer when they agree to move forward. And the one answer I never want to hear from anybody is that they will get to it someday. So for those of you who actually believe someday exists, I wrote this one for you. Someday, an original poem by yours truly, Joyce Barry. I went to my calendar and took a look. I discovered that someday was not in the book. I looked carefully, for someday I did seek, but only Monday through Sunday appeared on each week. I got really confused. This was not funny. I always said someday I'd make very good money. I always said someday I'd get everything done. I always said someday I'd be number one. I always said someday this and someday that. Someday is starting to sound like very old hat. I became very sure that something was wrong. No someday on my calendar all along. I thought everything I wanted would come to be. It would happen someday. I kept telling me. It was someday. I kept telling you that all our dreams were sure to come true. How shocking to discover that all along, someday was not in the calendar. How could I be so wrong? How could I not know that why I was stuck was that someday would never, ever show up? There wasn't a calendar anywhere, none to be found, that had someday in it, it would never come around. I always knew that if something is going to be, I am totally responsible. It's all up to me. I thought of my goals and made a new list. How exciting to realize that someday did not exist. Now I really know without any doubt that Monday through Sunday is in and someday is out. So I ask you women, I ask you men, I ask myself, if not right now, when? If not right now, when? Dr. Bob, what message do you want to leave our audience with today? Well, basically, I want to tell them to uh, first begin by uh, seek to understand before 
being understood, and that's from Stephen Covey. And my quote is this, understand yourself. It's the first principle of success. I know myself. Understand others whom you serve, others whom you need and want to partner with, others who you wish to positively influence. It is through understanding that you rebuild strong and mutual successful relationships. How do we seek understanding? By putting myself into the other person's shoes, seek to understand how they think and feel and react to the situation in the world about them. Ask others rather than assume, question rather than tell. Thank you. Joyce. Thank, thank you, Dr. Bob. Another great show as always. You might want to check out Dr. Bob at quantumperformance.net. Uh, always fascinating, always education and inspiration. And folks, what I want to leave you with is that you truly can make a difference. It's the ball is in your court. It is always in your court. Stand up and be countered. You want to do that. And I want to leave you with my prayer for all of you. May yesterday be the last day, the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health, your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May today be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune, attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories, and manifesting marvelous miracles. Folks, we want you to be happy. You go out and make someone happy today. Very powerful when you know you're making a difference. Do a random act of kindness. Pay it forward. Do something for someone every day. Think about what you can do. It's always something, no matter how small or how big or in the middle. Go out and make someone happy today. We want to make you happy every day. So we invite you to sing along with us dance along with us, and laugh along with us. And you can do that right here, right now, to the Joyce Barry Mesh. Thank you, and God bless you. I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop, I heard a voice. It was the White Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. I felt so inspired by her show and her poetry was just so good you know i want to listen to joyce again and again as joyce would say if not now when he did the mash the joyce barry mash joyce barry mash she is a coaching smash he did the mash you'll catch on in a flash he did the mash the Joyce Barry Mash. Wow. Joyce knows all about having fun. Wow. She's a home business wizard and she's just begun. Wow. She's wow. a coaching sensation for not just me or wow. you or her. It's for everyone. And you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce Barry Mash. 
she's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. (laughs) Have a fantastic day and listen to Joyce Barry and friends.